Hello and welcome to the European News Network. Here I will publish what the European Parliament has done in the past week and what legislative changes they have made. Um, if there is a week without changes, I will present the history of the European Union. Alright, so let's begin with the first episode. So let's begin with our first topic which is also a very controversial and heavily discussed topic. It's the new copyright rules for the internet. Over 5 million people signed a petition against it and hundreds of thousands demonstrated in the big cities of Europe. So what is it about the reform that's so criticized? Well, let's start with the good things. It is the first change to the copyright law in two decades and is supposed to give content creators and publishers a better chance of getting paid fairly. But now the controversial parts. Article 11 and 13. In Article 11 it is ruled that if any party, like Google but also private websites or even Facebook posts, use more than very short extracts of a news article, they have to pay a licensing fee or they are not allowed to use it. The problem here is that very short extracts is not specified, so it could mean a few words or whole paragraphs. Also there is the fear that Google could stop the Google News service, which wouldn't hurt big publishers much, but the small publishers are affected badly by this. We can see this in Spain, where such a rule has been in place and Google shut down the Google News service. Um, the small publishers have now trouble to stay alive. Article 13 rules that profit-oriented websites and apps where users can upload data are responsible for copyright infringements. They also have to show best efforts to buy licenses for material uploaded or remove this content. For this, every website has to establish an upload filter, except if they are younger than three years and have less than 10 million euros annual turnover and less than 5 million users monthly. Because all of these three rules have to apply, there's almost no firm affected by the exclusion. So big firms, which have the means and resources necessary to put an upload filter into place, are given even more power over the internet. Um, also, it is criticized that such upload filters could be used as a means of censorship, which could harm the freedom of speech and the European values. But in the end, the members of parliament voted for the legislative change and 2021 the rules come into force. So we'll have to see what happens next. Alright, so on to our next topic. Consumers will be granted additional rights for electricity usage thanks to the new EU rules. It includes the six following changes. First of all, consumers are allowed to now produce their own electricity and consume it or sell it. And they can do whatever they want with it. Also, it is now much easier to switch suppliers 
without any fees in case of early contract termination. And they have to be able to do so within three weeks. Furthermore, the EU ensures that consumers have the possibility to use online price comparison tools um, which have to meet certain quality standards. There has to be one, at least one, such tool for every country. Additionally, new rules for the energy bill are created to make the bills easier and clearer to understand. Moreover, consumers can now request a smart energy meter showing energy consumption and the energy price in real time. It can also be read by via smartphone and it is ensured that the installation occurs under fair conditions within four weeks uh, four months of um, requesting such a device. By doing this, consumers can adapt their energy usage according to the real-time price if they have such a contract. Last but not least, um, EU countries have to assure the supply of electricity to households that lack access to modern energy services. So every household has to have um, an electricity supply. All those proposals are designed to broaden the competition in the energy sector and increase the cooperation between EU states in emergencies. Um, the EU countries are obligated to transpose um, this, these changes into national legislation by 2020. So now something positive for our European students. The Parliament has adopted a change in the Erasmus Plus program in order to broaden the opportunities given. The changes include a tripling of the budget in the time span of 2021 till 2027. It also ensures a better cooperation with other um, national European programs. Um, it also introduces vocational training centers teaching students job-related skills in key employment sectors, such as IT. Um, it also supports disadvantaged people, giving them special assistance, for instance, language training or e-learning opportunities. Further, the students from the UK can be relieved as the Parliament agreed to fund all current programs, even if a hard Brexit occurs. What started as a student exchange program in 1987 evolved into a program supporting opportunities for teachers, trainees and volunteers and students of all ages. Over 9 million people have participated in the, over the last 30 years and 800,000 benefited from it in 2017 alone. So with the changes, even more people can enjoy even more benefits. All right, so on to our next topic. In order to reduce plastic waste, 
the European Parliament has started a couple of measures. The most known is the ban of one-time-use plastic products such as forks and knives, but also plates and straws, and a bunch of other items. But also, things made uh, food containers made of polystyrene and oxo-degradable products, all of which can be replaced by environmentally friendlier alternatives. The EU estimates that those few items cost about 70% of the plastic in our oceans. A lesser known measure is the enhancement of the quality of tap water and a price reduction. By doing this, um, the parliament wants to increase the trust of citizens in tap water, which is cheaper and eco-friendlier than bottled water. The goal is to reduce plastic bottle waste and save the population more than 600 million euros per year. On to our last topic for today. The European Parliament took a vote on the time shift. The request was to stop changing our times from summer to winter time and back twice a year. The Parliament backed this proposal. Root for the debate was a citizens' initiative. About 4.6 million votes were registered, mostly coming from Germany, and about 84% of the votes were, were for the legislative change. Um, the on the one hand, the opponents argued with the significant and permanent hamper with the functioning of the single market, as the member states can choose which time they want to stay in and this could cause different times in the same time zone. On the other hand, the supporters highlighted the negative effects on human health. As a study suggested, it can cause more traffic accidents and a higher risk of heart attack, comparing it to a sort of permanent jet lag. But also, there's a lot of unnecessary effort to change the times in science, public transport, aviation and computer systems, causing a lot of extra costs. The member states can now choose if they want to stay in winter or in summertime. The last time change is supposed to be in 2021. In order to coordinate everything, the member states and the commission are supposed to help with the choice so that the single market isn't affected. That was it for today. I hope you all enjoyed my first episode and will listen to the next one next week. I wish you all a good day and a happy week.